Hey, it's Sebastian for the Metal Gods Meltdown, and I'm joined by... Yeah, this is Jurke from the 69 Eyes, your favorite Helsinki vampire. Straight live on the air of internet everywhere in the world from my home, Helsinki Batcave. In order to be speaking to you tonight, I want to congratulate you on the new album, Universal Monsters. How pleased are you with the finished album? Oh, it's... Um... Well, it's it's eleventh record, so it's as as uh, as a numbers. It's kind of like uh, nearly embarrassing to tell. Oh well, it's our eleventh album. I mean, is it like have we done too many, or is it like just only the eleventh? Considering that the band has been together like a quarter of of a century by now, but. Um, but I feel fresh, and the album is in, it's fresh. I mean, uh, we're far from being tired, uh, you know, like um, washed down band. I think it's it's the best record we're ever done. It's a cliche to say when you have a new album, but taking the risk even for that, we're old school band. We are supposed to say that even, you know, like coming from that world, every record is the best record you're done. That's how it should be at least. But in this case, uh, I'm pretty much sure whenever our fans have a chance finally to listen to it, uh, they will agree. I mean, it's just like, um, uh, well, I mean, my voice is as its best ever and I'm very pleased with the lyrics musically it's it's like very uh diverse there's different kind of 69 i songs like but in on our albums there's always such uh you know different kind of musical pieces and um it's just like a classic rock and roll record and and i like to point out that it's an album it's like uh already set the swear word old school but you know uh, hailing back from the 80s that's when our band was formed in the very last months but still we're an 80s band i'm i'm sometimes proud to say that uh so you know like we're we approach for this record to make a complete album like an album with um first which is supposed to be listened to from the first song to the last song not like there's a couple of songs and if you have ever time check out the rest of the songs no way it's a whole album in in the very old way you know and uh uh we didn't even consider like uh like approaching it differently because we has, once we had a chance we i think it's better to stick to your guns you know and our you know and and we we did that with this and uh you know that's what we know the best uh the world has been changing around us but the 69 eyes has stayed the same actually all through these years and um well that's another proof of that it's it's an album on the other hand we we don't have anything to prove to anybody you know like um, i don't i don't need any acceptance i don't give a seriously a, a flying f like what like um outside world thinks or look at us it's it's been a wild trip and i i i'm it's gonna continue like that and that's that what started as a as a fanboy dream to have an own own band and tell to the beautiful girl in a bar has been 
continuing this long time and uh, I think we managed to create something unique uh, that wasn't in the world like uh, before and especially these days as we are in this world where hasn't been for over decades like uh, Ramones and now we are living in the world without motorhead I think the 69 eyes uh, has has really has to be here to make sure that the rock and roll uh, stays alive I couldn't agree with you more um, I'm gonna be honest with you I've never really listened to the 69 eyes and then I've got sent the album to review and I've fallen mm. in love with it it's absolutely fantastic and now I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to buy the back catalog it's gonna cost me a lot of money <laughs> or, or, or you can just uh, you know subscribe Spotify and there there they are um, I'm old-fashioned well, I mean, though you know okay thank <laughs> you so me too I mean um, when whenever there's a new album like uh, what I'm what I'd be waiting for instance from the cult uh, I actually ordered the CD and t-shirt from them and uh, uh, the other record that I'm waiting for right now is the new Rob Zombie album so obviously It'll be one fine morning uh, on Spotify when I wake up, but I, I'll guarantee to Rob and everybody else listening that um, um, that I'm of course want that as a physical CD as well. So that's my I'm, I'm still doing that as well. But when it comes to our back catalog, that's that's a best compliment ever. I mean, honestly, I, I um, at this point when we are. Uh, having a new record out, I don't even, I don't, it was like a couple of albums ago still, like 10 years ago when we were part of the, uh, the big music business game, we were, we were like um, approaching the thing that we will still, uh, you know, like um, reach new listeners and, and new audience playing at festivals or touring with uh, totally different bands just to reach new audience and maybe to do a little bit uh, crossover um, to have some crossover success there but not anymore I mean um, I don't expect to anybody who haven't heard of us you know to turn into us but that was once again I was maybe a little bit wrong as you said that but but if you like this record there will be a bunch of albums and songs like in the back catalog that you might like as well because you know this is like uh, um, like tip of the iceberg what we're done but it sounds nothing more than just only simple the 69 eyes which is very diverse I mean there's on you know, this new album there's a there's a song which sounds like a new wave French um, like a punk rock from the early 80s with the French chorus or I'm singing in Italian in some songs but you know that's just a typical 69 I shit so you know that's how it always been there's no rules uh, in our music but somehow it makes sense in the in the in the end somehow everything is you know it, it, it's a it's a clear picture if you get to know us a little bit but in, in, on paper, if you read like description of these, of or, or listen to what I just said, it sounds like pretty trippy. But in the end, it's it's just the sixty nine eyes, and it somehow makes sense. 
Okay, so I've got a sort of a similar question then. Um, if I was someone totally new to the band, which two tracks from the new album would you play to me to introduce me? Well, I mean, that's why we release singles. And the singles are picked up by uh, still. Like, I'm, I'm denying, like, we, we are not part of record industry anymore and it doesn't exist but obviously we're we are because the record is released by a record company and a great one in this case nuclear blast the, the last you know company standing so these first two singles uh, jet fighter plane and dolce vita are the singles which which are picked up always um to um reach people and get some probably airplay in some distant country which still plays rock and roll uh, or in the internet radios these days i suppose so i would start from those that's because they're the most simple uh seem like kind of like um, you don't have to be a specialist and understand my twisted mind to um to maybe find something for yourself from those songs Yeah. 
songs is the unusual blackbird pie now i know you've been asked this question a few times already but can you give us a bit of feedback about that song and what inspired you oh yeah well um little story i have to tell about it it's it's um i was like a year ago it, it, it was exactly like a year ago springtime and i was uh, at the south by southwest festival in in austin texas and you know because it was spring uh, the migrating birds were or birds were getting restless there or <laughs> migrating birds were returning or something i don't know but i i saw a lot of blackbirds like a lot of blackbirds i mean if you have have a chance google up like those, those blackbirds which live in texas they were very special like kind of funny kind of like um, humorous birds i never seen anything like that and i was just like wondering like because i'm interested in in general in in, in birds so i was just asking from locals like hey what are what are those song those birds are, are they what are they called are they just called blackbirds or something and um, i was in in austin with um, uh i i have a like a side project band uh the 69 cats which is it's pure rockabilly and and the musicians in, in that band are American uh, Chopper Franklin from the Cramps plays bass on the album. Uh, Clem Burke from Blondie plays drums, and uh, the lead guitarist Danny B. Harvey, uh, rockabilly legend, uh, who, who used to play um, in Headcat, uh, oh, yeah. the Lemmy's rockabilly outfit mm-hmm. as well. And he was there with me, and I was asking about those blackbirds, and and he just started to sing about a song. Um, like something of making pie of blackbirds or something, and I was like, "What is that? Where where did you get that idea?" And I I didn't and he didn't know that it's a it's a some um, you know like 60th century um, children's folk song which mentions about like making blackbird pie, and I figured out the song um, from um, from Wikipedia and uh, it's it's some like uh, British Celtic folk folk tale song and uh, that was that just stuck to my head that it was a kind of a weird image or strong or frightening uh, image of making making pie of blackbirds then later on uh, like I heard the demo of this song and um, uh, for me the music was a little bit Celtic and all of a sudden, I this blackbird thing came to my mind, and I transferred uh, uh, this um, uh, mutilated this um, uh, 
children's folk song into into the lyrics of like uh, uh, being a troubadour or pipe piper and going to the castle of darkness and stealing the queen you know and uh, that's that's the lyrics are a little bit about and and then then you know the song became like crew as pretty epic as we recorded it and and as since we were doing with our producer Johnny Lee Michaels he's always into uh, all of a sudden he he you know he's he bursts into this in, in, in small songs into these epic songs and 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 once it at, at the point the song sounds like a little bit like Celtic like I said like Led Zeppelin kind of feeling there and and all of a sudden when I when I heard the next time the song he had added this uh, uh, Northern American like Lakota vocals there and and uh, and, and and big uh, choir and also like a full orchestra instrumentation there so it's just a tiny little song inspired lyric wise by uh, old um, like a folklore children's uh, song and, and it turns out to be this like a uh, uh, over six minute Led Zeppelin uh, meets Ennio Morricone kind of like uh, epic song and nobody does this kind of music anymore and and uh, one of the reasons is probably because it's not like um, like business wise uh, you know like acceptable to do if we were like let's say 10 years ago we were if we were like part of this uh, evil uh, music business evil is not exactly like like evil but you know like it, it it, people like to give give a picture at it. It was or it is evil. So probably there would be a manager of ours or, or record company guy telling like, oh, don't do this. It's 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 no worth you know making this epic songs anymore and and it's too expensive and so on. Now when there's no basically no money left and no business left in, at least in in in, in the world of the '69 eyes. We don't have to listen to anybody. We just do what we want because you know we love rock and roll. Yeah, it's it's totally an inspirational song. It's it, it just like I'm a big fan of Amorphis. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> from Finland as well. Funnily enough, and um, they sort of uh, did a song called Nightbird Song, and just at the start of Blackbird Pie, it's a bit similar to that, but it's just sort of like gives you a, I don't know a euphoric feeling. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. It's a, it's a strange yeah, exactly, one. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but, but you know, well. We come from the same ground, so we probably uh, when we interpret like s something into our music with the same kind of like the fantasy is probably starts from the same kind of um, vibe since we come from from all over here from north. Mm. So you know, it's all about creating a fantasy, okay. creating a fantasy world, and and then uh, you know throwing some pixie dust over the notes and taking the listener to the somewhere beyond the you know the valley of the worlds that you've never been before that's it yeah it's, it is it's just like like you say like a dreamscape sort of thing takes you away on a journey yeah it's yeah. like a new realm you know like yeah. uh, it's, it's some 
it's it's prob that world doesn't properly exist, but you know it might be there. You never know. But with this song, it's like a flying carpet which takes you over. And also, can you give me a little bit of feedback about Steve and Johnny? I presume it's about Steve Bates and Johnny Ramone. Is that right? Well, actually, actually, Johnny Thunders. Okay, that, that's that's a that's, uh, uh, that's a new aspect for that. No, yeah, it's a uh, it's a. Uh, Steve and Johnny is naturally Steve Bader's and Johnny Thunder's uh, two classic uh, New York rock and roll heroes and rebels, which are like, um, which are like, I think they are, you know, they are more famous and valued these days than they were at their lifetimes, and um, they they naturally were big influence for the 69 eyes and and you know if you go to uh internet these days there's a lot of pages uh you know of of steve baters and 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 johnny thunders and and they they're 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 there where they deserve to be these days and you know like um they were true rebels and the, the rock and roll they created they that, that lives forever and i just uh, I got the inspiration for this song uh, when I was in New York and uh, a little while ago and uh, I just like uh, I had a I have I know a lot of people who were good friends with these people so uh, just like I sort of like met ghosts of both and I just wanted to put them to the song you know and uh, also another you know they were they were friends and enemies at the same time and they Lords of the New Church, Steve Bader's band, that's like a, like probably the main reason for the 69 Eyes to start to exist. And Johnny Thunders, he's he, uh, from New York Dolls, and later on just being Johnny Thunders, he's like the like a like the original rocker uh, and, and true rebel in many ways. And um, and the music they both created, it it it's never goes away. And there's also like their how they what what they talked about and their image and everything and everything was it was just pure and you know like there's no that kind of guys uh, around anymore of course and uh, also like um, I'm referring into the song I'm mentioning not only Steve and Johnny but also Gene and Eddie uh, another rebel couple uh, couple of original rockers uh, from the, from the you know first generation of rockers uh, I'm naturally referring to uh, Eddie Cochran and Gene Vincent uh, who were like back in the uh, early 60s touring touring in the UK and who was influenced to rock and roll is of course like uh, enormous as well so I'm sort of like uh, uh, trying to fit them to the same cloud actually Mm -hmm. You know, like Gina and Eddie and uh, Steve and Johnny, I'm sure that they are looking down from heaven for all of us rockers still, you know, trying to keep those guys' memory alive best as we can. Can you tell me then who's actually wailing at the end of the superb and quite unique Jerusalem? Well, you know, like um, Jerusalem, it's also like a very, uh, uh, it's, it's some like I feel... Um, I, I always like um, want to surprise 
69 ice fans with something new and this time uh, coming up with the song uh, with this title and with, with tells about Jerusalem I, I, I'm, I'm sure that they never expected this to happen and uh, then again it's just because the music took me there the demo song sounded like uh, uh, something it has some some melody and 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 the beats, camel beats like which took me to Middle East, mm-hmm. and then Jerusalem, of course, uh, the most holy city in the world, uh, all biggest three religions um, meet up there, and, and that's a town where God meets man, a uh, very important place for all mankind, and still continues to be that, and. Um, uh, Johnny Lee Michaels was 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 really into this the producer because he has been uh, he has been in uh, North Africa uh, studying music during his his career and he, he has recorded actually like musicians and and, and singers in, in Northern American Arabic regions so uh, that really fit he had material which which really fit there and on the other hand this that's again nothing new if you um if you have a little bit knowledge of history of gothic rock uh like many english bands uh, back in the 80s they, they I, I guess it somehow uh, uh it has something to do with the colonialistic times that uh, for in- instance suksisu and the banshees they have like a song called Israel and also, um, um, for instance, Sisters of Mercy uh, went to film a video uh, in in Jordan, uh, in Jordania, um, and Petra, the desert um, rock uh, rock town, and um, uh, Sisters of Mercy also had a version of song uh, Temple of Love, which had uh, amazing. Uh, of Rahaza singing backing vocals. So, you know, um, unfortunately, we couldn't have Of Rahaza in this song, Rest in Peace, but uh, we had, like Johnny had, had recorded during his, uh, like, um, North African music studies, uh, some beautiful vocal lines, so we used that in, in, in that song Jerusalem. Thanks for pointing that out. It is a really interesting song, yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's uh, it's it's also like it has peaceful meaning. Mm. I mean, uh, um, I I, I I guess some people would just like for hope that, for instance, that the, the Sixteen would just create music of like vampire movies and drinking red wine and walking alone in the cemetery with the flower like rose in your hand and, and longing for something exciting to happen in the midnight. But I think it's like, uh, of course, um, I, I'm, I'm writing what, what, what interests me and, and with Jerusalem, I, I, it's, it's, of course, these days, uh, it, it, you can't avoid. It, it's more interesting to put a little, little hopeful vibe there, which in this case is like, a, like, make the song very peaceful and, and have a wish for peace there. You know, mm. same with the jet fighter plane. It's, it's uh, um, 
it, I hope that, that that's like the, like uh, has has the 80s retro vibe in the lyrics, which turn out to be strangely um, like uh, current. I mean, I, I I even put the words Cold War there because I thought in in Jet Fighter Plane because I thought that there, that was interesting term last heard you know like in Frankie Goes to Hollywood or 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 you two songs back in the 80s and then i put it there just like quoting like old times and all of a sudden cold war is used in the in the present day news so you know go figure yeah very relevant at the moment you're not wrong it's cool and it's it's kind of like a uh, scary but as an artist of course i uh, sense the tense of times you know you know, you like I, you know, like at, at their best, that's what like the artists are representing the current times, whether they are painters or, or or even music makers. So in in this case, I, I guess I'm I'm that extra sensitive that I, I could predict a couple of things while we were recording the demos and now when the songs are finally coming out it's like a little bit old news but it's a very very current tense in in the music as well we sort of touched on it a bit earlier about cds back in the day the cover was as, as significant as the actual music from your favorite band how important is it to you to release the album with the cover meaning as much as the actual cd because you're releasing it in different formats aren't you yeah and and it's also now it's like uh I've been trying probably um, bored people to death by trying to talk in the interviews or 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 teaser trailers like hey this is gonna have like a the album will have which which I'll, when I'm, I'm when I say album I mean like a CD will have like a, a cover where you can turn any member of the band as the front cover monster you know in the CD booklet so I've been talking about it endlessly because that's what how I pictured it 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 will be pretty lame to think that you record like uh, uh, all those songs and then you know like a picture from it it's just a front cover you know mm. so as we still had a chance to have the physical product out i i at least want to talk about it and show it in the social media because probably majority of the people will never ever you know see it but at least i can talk about it and show it this it should or does look like which hopefully you have a still a player or just to go to credit get it just to have something in your hands when there's at least the lyrics printed there so it's worth worth getting just to have the lyrics so you can sing along with me <laughs> totally uh would you be having a release party and are the plans to get to the uk oh that's that's like um that's something which has changed as well i mean we released the uh, previous record uh, some four years ago and, and it was done some five years ago so then you know like we had release parties and of course before that and and then it was we were i mean if if we were talking right now like uh four years ago you would you would be sitting here in helsinki in a bar with me because those days you know they even flew journalists to the record release um, interviews or i would be with you in london and we were heading to soho right now but i mean um, 
to have some drinks in the night. But uh, you know, everything's changed. So I guess actually the the album will be out, and and the same day we will be flying to uh, to the German-speaking uh, Europe. We we start a little tour there, and when we start to play, we will play around like uh, like next couple of years. So. Um, I think the release party is like, uh, uh, I mean, it's every night where we hit mm -hmm. on the stage. So you called the Hel Helsinki Vampires. Can you tell me the weirdest and creepiest thing that's ever happened to you personally? Mm, well, one interesting thing was like um, this vampire thing uh, started ever like from the first uh, release of the band we released like seven inch you know like vinyl singles that those were the first releases from us and and when we started like 1990 came the first first one out and it had a little comic book uh, you know like a, like two pa uh, four page paper put in inside the seven inch uh, single and and he, there was a little comic which uh, which like um, portrayed the, our band as vampires already you know since ever since the beginning so of course through the years um, uh, it, it turned out to be pretty funny to call us Helsinki vampires and uh, um, later on all of a sudden this vampire thing you know totally. Um, exploded and it became like a little bit like even ridiculous but then of then true blood tv series came and the vampires sort of became cool again so you know it's been following us like like all through all through these years all through these decades even then you know nobody but it like i guess the beginning for the term uh, for me was like of course the lost boys the movie where you know the vampires are like rockers so there i figured out that that's that's kind of cool thing and of course the cramps you you never could really tell are they vampires or some kind of witches so going to the question so one of the tours uh, we had is this single Lost Boys, which came out some um, a little over twelve years ago. Out and uh, uh, we did a video of it, which was Bam Margera uh, did the video for us and with us, and and it was like a remake, little remake of the movie Lost Boys, and and that really exploded our band to a lot of new people. And then we were touring in the states. A couple of times, and I don't remember exactly which tour was it, but we were in Atlanta and um, playing there. And after show, uh, I, I often, uh, you know, the guys are still finishing finishing the last song, you know, making noise with their guitars or and the drums and so on. And I'm I'm running uh, running away from the stage, and I, I already was running to. Um, to our tour bus and all of a sudden some somebody literally flies across you know um, from nowhere and, and, and jumps in front of me he, he was like waiting somewhere and, and jumped down from some higher place in front of me and and, the, and then I was like what is this and the guy little little bit like rolls down and then stands up and he has like fangs and it, it was 
like uh, he looks like a vampire, like a little little one vampire, like a little bit uh, smaller guy than me. And that was like pretty creepy all of a sudden. And, and he's been like lurking and waiting for me to come come. And, and he was already there. And uh, he was like, "Hey, you remember last time you made me?" You know. <laughs> wow. And uh, and, uh, and uh, he he was he had this kind of if you see Fright Night the movie, yeah, uh, he had this kind of like. Um, uh, there's this evil, um, evil guy who's like uh, the main character's friend. So he has, it's kind of like, like, uh, who's uh, you're so cool, Brewster? <laughs> kind of like a wipe there. So that was kind of freaky, and I, I didn't know what to say. And I was like, oh yeah, cool, cool to see you around. You know, <laughs> it was like it was really creepy. He, he nearly flew across from somewhere, and he was, hey, remember me? You made me last time. Yeah. That was that was that was something. Gonna make you stop. And 
I if I said that I try to surprise our fans coming up with something new on our albums, and I'm I'm sure that uh, you never I, I can't tell how many times our fans surprise us uh -huh. many many imaginable ways. They are very creative, as creative as their favorite band. Give us some final words for your fans and our listeners. All right, you vampires out there, this is Jurki from the 69 Eyes, your favorite Helsinki vampire. I got a message for you guys. We got a new album called Universal Monsters, and I, I truly wish that uh, you had some time to listen to the whole album. Let us know what you think, and more or less, come to see us when we come to play your next pub around your area, because we want to rock with you as much as you want to rock with us. All right, you vampires and monsters. This is Jurki from the 69 Eyes, and you're listening to Metal Gods Meltdown. We interrupt our programming. This is a national emergency.